16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the planet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? Turns out, that story was way bigger than just an optical illusion. It's a cautionary tale about the decline of clickbait sites, the rise of algorithms and internet polarization, and the end of fun on the internet. Seriously, and that's just one story. We're giving every character their 16th minute. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski. You're listening to Comedy Central. From New York City, the only city in America, it's the show that invented news. This is The Daily Show with your host, John Leguizamo. And as a New Yorker and a big fan of this show, I'm so excited to be here hosting this week. And I'm especially glad to be hosting during Hispanic Heritage Month. No, no, no. Come on. No, no, that was moronic. Come on. It's not Hispanic Heritage Month. That's in September. Come on. That was a test, y'all. Oh, my God. I have a lot to teach y'all this week. But never mind, we got a great show for y'all tonight, so let's get into the headlines. Okay, let's kick things off with Donald Trump. That's right. The man's so bad at sex, he pays people not to talk about it. Yep. We're still all waiting for the cops to arrest him for lying about his affair with a porn star, but until then... He's continuing his presidential campaign and staying focused on the important issues, like lying about his affair with a porn star. Former President Trump used his first official campaign rally in Waco, Texas, to denounce the legal threats against him. People see it's bullshit, and they go and they say, it's unfair. The district attorney of New York, under the auspices and direction of the Department of Injustice in Washington, D.C., was investigating me for something that is not a crime, not a misdemeanor, not an affair. I never liked horse face. I never liked, I never, it's just not, that's terrible thing. That wouldn't be the one. There is no one. We have a great first lady. Wow. Wow, nice save, bro. Mm. You could actually see his brain try to turn the car around and his mouth was driving. Uh, 
I didn't have an affair, and I never had an affair, and I'm actually, I actually never had sex. Did you know that? I'm, I'm a virgin, and the best and biggest virgin ever. <laughs> By the way, I do the worst Trump impersonation in the world. <laughs> I suck at doing Trump. But yeah, over the weekend, Trump kicked off his 2024 campaign in Waco, Texas. I love that Trump's running for office and from the law at the same time. (laughs) How great is that? He's going to be the first presidential candidate who's going to be giving speeches from his getaway car. (laughs) Oh, yeah. My fellow Americans, we got to lower inflation. We got to get a handle on China. And most importantly, we have to crack down on crime. You'll never take me alive, you pigs. <laughs> yeah, I think my Trump impersonation is getting better, don't you? Yeah. You're just being nice. I know. I love you. All right, let's move on to international news. Two weeks ago, the French government raised the retirement age from 62 to 64, setting off a wave of sometimes violent protests. And while the protests definitely focus attention on the issue, at this point, they've been going on for so long that they've become part of the, uh, how do you say, the ambiance. Take a look at this viral video from France. Diners in the city of Bordeaux unfazed by demonstrators protesting against recent changes to the retirement age. Even with a raging fire nearby, these people are still managing to enjoy their wine and conversation at an outdoor cafe. (laughs) Man, these people are so chill. I won't even sit next to the bathroom in a restaurant like that. And they're getting a table next to a riot. But hey, the French aren't going to let a little fire get in the way of having an affair with another man's wife. Yeah, but I, what, you're French and you're offended? Give me, give me. Ah, putain de golas, bordel. But I guess I'm not surprised. If you want to scare the French, you got to do something really terrible, like put wine in a box. What is this? Horse piss? I said horse, not whores, okay, just in case. Uh, Yeah, I'm not getting canceled because of y'all. All right, the only unacceptable seat in a French cafe is sitting next to American tourists. I demand another table. They ordered Californian Beaujolais. I'd rather sit in the fire. You know, I hope that couple's not on their first date because that's going to be hard to top. (laughs) Imagine in five years, she's going to be like, you never take me to violent protests anymore. All right, now let's move on to another story. When I first started talking with people about guest hosting The Daily Show, I said, you know, what I really want to do is spotlight some great Latinos in American society. And I think... uh, Yeah, because, because I think it's so important to use my position to uplift la raza, you know? So, so let's spin the wheel and see who our first subject is going to be. Santos, God help me. Well, well, you, you know, you know what? To be fair, we can't really take blame for this guy. 
because we don't even know if he's really Latino or not. Okay. All right. What, so what do you do now? Congressman George Santos struck a deal with prosecutors in Brazil to settle a charge that he defrauded a shop clerk out of $1,300 worth of clothing and shoes. Under the deal, Santos will formally confess to the 2008 crime and pay damages to the victim. A lawyer for Santos requested the deal in lieu of a trial, arguing that Santos is now gainfully employed and re-socialized. Those are his words. In 2010, the congressman told police that he wrote bad checks from a checkbook that he stole from an elderly man who his mother was caring for in order to purchase the items. Wow. Wow, what a gigantic ass. <laughs> Which I know Brazilians are usually into, but not like this. <laughs> oh, that offends you? Come on. In a way, you have to respect Santos, though. A lot of Republicans just want to end Social Security, but Santos has the balls to take an old man's wallet directly from his pocket. <laughs> He actually stole from an elderly man his mother was caring for. And that's on top of stealing from a homeless veteran's dying dog. Is there no bottom? Is there nothing too low for this guy? George Santos sees a, a Make-A-Wish kid and he says, oh, that's a jackpot. <laughs> and finally, let's check in on Florida because you know they're at it again. Oh, yeah. Last week, a principal was forced to resign after parents complained that a sixth-grade teacher showed a pornographic photo of Michelangelo's David. Like, I, and I know you're saying to yourselves, how is this controversial? It's Michelangelo, for crying out loud. But this is Florida. And Florida, Floridian parents there are like, I don't care which Ninja Turtle carved it. <laughs> You guys are sharp. You guys are sharp. Do you know how backward you seem when people in the 1500s seem more progressive than you? <laughs> Medieval people's idea of medicine was drilling a hole in your skull and pumping it full of mercury. And Floridians, Floridians are going, these guys are just too sophisticated for us, you know? <laughs> and, if the, and if the David is a problem, they're really going to have a problem with the Venus de Milo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not because of the, the breast, but because if you know your art history, she originally had two dicks for arms. <laughs> Obviously, you people are art historians. Look, and if they're going to ban any biblical figure, it should really clearly be Jesus. I mean, look at him in that boy pose. <laughs> hanging on the cross. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Excuse me one minute, please. <laughs> oh, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. I called Jesus a f boy. I know I'm going to rot in hell, but the writers made me do it. I swear, I swear it was the writers. All right, for more on this story, we go live to Florence, Italy, where Ronnie Chang is standing in front of the statue. Yes, I'm in Italy. 
in front of David, who, from the looks of things, just got out of a cold shower. I mean, <laughs> I knew people in the past were smaller, but goddamn, I mean, even if you adjust his penis for inflation, it's still a little underwhelming, all right? I mean, I mean look at that. His, his balls are longer than his dick. I've, I've never seen a guy that can titty f himself with his own nuts. Ronnie, 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 come on. Come on, man. We're here to talk about education, not body shame a biblical figure. Oh, uh, okay. all right, you're telling me this isn't small? Come on, man. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I thought that was pretty big. All right, medium, at least. Oh, yeah, yeah, John, this is medium, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure this is why they invented the telescope during the Renaissance, so they could see this dude's dick. Ronnie, Ronnie, this is one of the most iconic works of all time. It's the Michael Jordan of nudes. Everyone thinks it's great. Yeah, of course, because every guy who sees it is thinking, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh. I guess I'm not doing too bad. I mean, this statue is a huge confidence booster. Bruh, bruh, you gotta stop focusing on the dick. Come on. Don't you think it's messed up that you can't even show a statue in Florida schools now? No, it's why Florida rocks. What? They refuse to be cultured in any way. <laughs> Books, banned. Renaissance art, banned. Reruns of Queer Eye, banned. Basically, if you can't shoot it or drive a monster truck over it, Florida thinks it's gay and therefore banned. <laughs> Don't you think this is bad for the kids? I mean, they've lost their great opportunity to be inspired by art. Are, are you kidding me, John? Florida kids have the greatest opportunity right now. If your school board is so stupid that they think the statue of David is pornographic, you can convince them anything is inappropriate. Yo, Florida kids, tell your parents that algebra is too woke, all right? <laughs> hey, mom, this number also identifies as a letter? Or should I also identify as a letter? It's the same with chemistry. Just tell your parents you found out that oxygen is made out of the same atoms bonded together. So every time you breathe, it's gay. <laughs> chemistry banned. Ronnie, hold on, hold on. That's gonna backfire on those kids. Come on, they're not gonna graduate without knowing anything. Oh, they won't know anything? Oh, don't worry. They can always get a job on a Florida school board. Oh. <laughs> Ronnie Chang, everybody. Yeah. All right, when we come back, I'll show you my worst audition tape, so don't go away, y'all. Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the internet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? But there's way more to this story than that. The Dress went viral in early 2015, marking one of the last months that the internet could still be fun. It was just before Trump declared his candidacy for president and polarized and already polarized internet. It was just shy of people deciding what went viral instead of algorithms. 
And it was just shy of celebrities realizing that they should never, ever tweet. It's more than a character of the day. It's an entire moment in time bottled in a little, well, either blue and black or white and gold package. I'm not relitigating it again. You cannot make it. And that's just one story. We've got a million. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Love the Daily Show Ears Edition? Then help us get to know you so we can keep creating the content you love. Go to cohst.app slash TDS or click the link in this episode's show notes to fill out a quick two-minute survey. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Yo, I'm so excited to host this week. And thank you, thank you. And as I always say, it's such an honor to be a voice for Latinos on TV and film. But as I also always say, I wish the honor wasn't so rare. Hollywood's still struggling with representation on screen. According to a 2020 study by the USC Annenberg Inclusion Initiative, Latino performers appearing in only 5% of speaking roles in 2019's Top 100 movies, despite being 18% of the total U.S. population. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Latinos are almost 20% of the country, but we're barely represented in film and television, especially since every movie last year took place in the multiverse. (laughs) Come on. You're telling me there ain't one dimension that's in the heights? (laughs) Come on. And, And then when there is a good Latino role, it's going to people like James Franco. Well, guess what? If white people can take our roles, I'm going to take theirs. That's right. When they do the TV series based on Gwyneth Paltrow's ski accident trial, I'm going to be Gwyneth Paltrow. He hit me. He hit me so hard, he knocked the egg right out of my vagina. Try not to visualize that, please. (laughs) The truth is, I myself have faced this type of discrimination. I mean, I can't tell you how many times in my career I've been told at auditions that I sound too Latino or not Latino enough, that Latinos don't want to watch other Latinos, all sorts of madness. And sometimes I wish I could put all those casting directors and executives into one room and bring you guys in with me just to hear the kind of shit that I've been told. Luckily, it turns out, The Daily Show has the technology to do just that. You're gonna be all right, I promise you. And scene. Wow, that was quite spectacular, John. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. I'm impressed, you're very articulate. Oh yeah, and no accent, full sentences, huh? John, I, I, I almost forgot you're not white. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. And can you imagine if you were white? Superstar alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd be one of the big white guys, like Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Tom Hardy. Spitball. Have, have you thought of changing your name to Tom? Tom Leguizamo? Oh, yeah, or how about a Tom Leguizamo and do a double Tom thing, you know? Oh, I like that. <laughs> hey, hey, Tom Tom. 
mash or something. Can you do a little more Latin? Yes, 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 but, um, but also, also less Latin. So wait, more or less Latin? Exactly. exactly. Just do what you did in the George Lopez show. I'm, I'm not, I'm not in the George Lopez show. <laughs> right, right, I might be thinking of George Lopez. I just don't understand what you mean by do it less Latin. Well, John, uh, Latin people don't want to see Latin people. They want to see white people. White people named Tom. Well, you know how there's hot salsa and mild salsa? Well, people want ketchup. Well, speaking of, anybody want to hit? Oh, hell yeah, chop me. Wow, that's spicy. What's in that? Tomato. All right, right, right. Let's take it, let's take it from the top. And this time, John, can you do us a version that's a little more, you know, street? Aren't they playing a doctor? A Latin doctor. Yeah, but who's not Latin? Oh, but hold this piñata just in case. Ow! You're welcome. Hey, what the hell's wrong with you guys? Downtown, hey, hey, wait, wait. That pendejo was loco. Spoken Anna Navarro will be joining me on the show, so don't go away. Bye, y'all. Sixteenth Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, and every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take the dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the internet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? But there's way more to this story than that. The dress went viral in early 2015, marking one of the last months that the internet could still be fun. It was just before Trump declared his candidacy for president and polarized an already polarized internet. It was just shy of people deciding what went viral instead of algorithms. And it was just shy of celebrities realizing that they should never, ever tweet. It's more than a character of the day. It's an entire moment in time bottled in a little, well, either blue and black or white and gold package. I'm not relitigating it again. You cannot make it. And that's just one story. We've got a million. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Love the Daily Show Ears Edition? Then help us get to know you so we can keep creating the content you love. Go to cohst.app slash TDS or click the link in this episode's show notes to fill out a quick two-minute survey. And tell us a little bit about yourself. is an Emmy-nominated co-host of The View. She's also a CNN political commentator and one of the most badass Latinas walking this planet. Please welcome Anna Navarro. A Latina guest and a Latino host. To the people at home, <laughs> to the people at home, you're not watching Univision. It's okay. 
It's still a daily show. Listen, part of me wants you not to emphasize it because I'm afraid immigration might show up at any moment. Oh, they ain't, they ain't getting me. And then again, and then I, re I remember Donald Trump's no longer president. We ain't getting deported. Right, right. I love it. You start right out of it. You go at it right out of the gate. I love that about you. Listen, Anna. it's only taken 10 hosts for them to have a Latino host. <laughs> Who's counting? I wasn't counting. I'm really happy that you're yeah. here. And I always, I, I'm always grateful to you because you do, ele you are so consistent. You've been consistent your entire life in elevating voices. Oh, I have to, I have to. Thank you, thank you. So listen, it's taken 10. Let's not f it up. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, not going to f this up. There's no way we can. Look at this great audience that we got here. When you toss it to them. They, they just want to see themselves <laughs> on camera. Anyway, you know, Republicans are so good at coming after Latinos. I mean, they, they go to our WhatsApp, they go to our Spanish stations, they throw in the trigger, trigger words like um, uh, socialism and authoritarianism. Why are the Democrats falling behind? What, what, why, are we, why are the Democrats not coming after us? Listen, I think, first of all, they take it for granted, right? right? I think a lot of people thought, you know, they're not gonna vote for Donald Trump. They, I mean, that's the alternative. They're right, right. they're gonna vote for the Democrats and that's not the way to do it. Also, people need to understand, and I don't know how long we have to say this, you can't show up six weeks before an election. And then you have to show up. Yeah. And this is the same for African-Americans, for Latinos, for any group. Put in mm. the group name. Yep, yep. Don't show up at the last right. minute and expect to gain the... And, and they have to fight hard against this socialism, communism right. type of label. I remember Joe Biden getting asked at a town hall, mm. NBC town hall. I remember him getting asked, um, you know, your opponent, Donald Trump says that you're a socialist. Are you a socialist? And he laughed, yeah, yeah. right? He laughed and he said, do I look like a socialist? Now, I get where he's coming yeah. from, right? If somebody said to me, Anna, you know, are you a Martian? I would laugh too. Right, right, right. <laughs> but we need more than laughter. We need him to come back with it. We need him to fight back. You know what we need him to say? What? what? We need him to say, let me tell you what socialists do. They attack the free press. They attack political opponents. Mm. They attack private businesses. Guess who's doing that in America today? Right, right, right. See? Gee, you know what's happening. You know what's up. You know what time it is. <laughs> That's why I love talking to you, because you know what, what is going on. Um, also, how we get divided sometimes. Latino people get divided. Is it us doing it? Is it them doing it to us? I mean, Nicaraguans, Cubans, Colombians, Puerto Ricans. Aren't we stronger together and better together? It's like, I mean, I, I, don't we know how to do math? Listen, by themselves, Cubans are three and a half percent. Right. Mexican Americans are 11 percent. Ooh. Together, we're Stats. almost 20 percent. And guess what? If we build alliances with other groups like African Americans, mm. yes. we are unstoppable. Black and brown together, man. Black and brown together. We're so strong together. Why aren't we getting together? The Black Caucus, the Latino Caucus in D.C. We also need the Gay Caucus because we need to accessorize. Oh yeah. <laughs> But we, you know, what we need to understand as different communities is that we can't fall victim. We can't fall prey to let's compete for the same small piece of pie. No, damn it. Give me a bigger piece of pie so that That's we right. all can eat. And we need to understand that we rise 
upwards together. Absolutely. It's too easy to pit us against each preach, other, mama, right? Preach, mama, preach. It's too easy. Yeah, mamita, dale. And we have to, and not only, we have a problem, because not what's, only what's do a, they. What are the problem? What is it? The problem is that we get focused on uh, did they cross the border or did the border cross us? Uh, were they political refugees or are they economic refugees? Were they rich before the revolution in Cuba, Venezuela, Nicaragua, or did they come here because they were poor? Who cares? This right. is much I know, John. Yeah. The people who hate you, the people who hate me, don't care, Papa. They don't care how much of your DNA came from Spain or how much of it came mm. from indigenous America. They care that you're a Latino and they want to otherize us. So as, yeah. as soon as, and the quicker we realize that and that we have to band together and fight against discrimination, bigotry together, the more powerful we will be and not fall prey yes. to this kind of stupidity. <laughs> Baby, that's why I love you, because you bring the truth. She brings it, yeah. Together, we're going to do it, baby, con hermanidad, sisterhood, and unity together. We're going to do it. And congratulations on your new show. Oh, because thank you. Because you do that. You focus on yeah. the different groups, and you say, we are all... Yeah, we all are better together, stronger together. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Ana You're the best. Congratulations. Amazing, amazing. Be sure to check out The View weekdays on ABC. Okay, we're going to take a quick pee break, but we'll be right back after this because I've been drinking too much damn coffee. Sixteenth Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the internet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? But there's way more to this story than that. The dress went viral in early 2015, marking one of the last months that the internet could still be fun. It was just before Trump declared his candidacy for president and polarized and already polarized internet. It was just shy of people deciding what went viral instead of algorithms. And it was just shy of celebrities realizing that they should never, ever tweet. It's more than a character of the day. It's an entire moment in time bottled in a little, well, either blue and black or white and gold package. I'm not relitigating it again. You cannot make it. And that's just one story. We've got a million. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Love the Daily Show Ears Edition? Then help us get to know you so we can keep creating the content you love. Go to cohst.app slash TDS or click the link in this episode's show notes to fill out a quick two-minute survey. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Supporting Voto Latino, they're a grassroots organization focused on educating and empowering young Latino voters. So if you can't support them in their work, please donate at the link below. Explore more shows from the Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central, and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. 
Take the dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the planet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? Turns out that story was way bigger than just an optical illusion. It's a cautionary tale about the decline of clickbait sites, the rise of algorithms and internet polarization, and the end of fun on the internet. Seriously, and that's just one story. We're giving every character their 16th minute. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Haley Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski.